Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Welcome to session 35 and our recap from the previous session. The eerie silence and whispers of a restless house are replaced with haunting melodies of being somewhere underground. Green mists waft along the floor, twisting around and about your ankles, hiding from sight the tiny skittering and clacking denizens that might like to munch on your toes. Volga, Thorn and Clicker, and the stranger hags and you find yourselves in a room where the mists dare not enter. And from the chasm that splits the room, an odd sound rises. Does Clicker shine her lantern to see what's coming? Does Volga throw her flames into the darkness? Does Thorin spin a yarn into that darkness? Nope. None of that. But the sounds of writhing flesh resolves into the shape of a floating head with a number of waving stalks. As it rises, its stalks reach out and pick up something from the chasm walls. Thorn sheaths the creature in fairy fire, making it an easier target to hit. Hagson swings his deadly axes in a whirling attack that misses. Volga loses her balance and falls into the chasm as she rushes to cross wooden planks. Clicker is forced to rescue her, but then, of a sudden, you hear soft tinkling of wind chimes accompanied by a scent on the air. The albino cow finds himself standing alone in a large room. Green mists pour from a corpse in the ceiling pooling and spreading out across the floor. A withered and frail body stands up and focuses on you. Before your eyes, the body fills out. Withered gray skin takes on flesh tones. Wispy gray hair smooths and darkens to glossy black. Sunken hollows in its skull become piercing blue eyes. Within a moment, you you face the same mysterious beautiful woman from the ghostly visions. She smiles as she looks at you up and down appraisingly. As a split party ready for battle, weapons raised, preparing to strike true, everything changes. The floating creature begins to sink back down into the chasm, its stalks once more touching the chasm wall to drop off shiny objects before its sparkling form sinks out of sight. The night witch's attention focuses past Cal as the room's doors explode to reveal two women, Ahit and Fatma. The witch Gertrude attacks, but they make short work of her assault. Having heard the explosion and a sound of Cal's voice shouting, Thorn heads to investigate, while the rest of you learn that you are in a basement maze, and with a little patience, you find your way to stairs that lead into the manor's ground floor. Do you climb those stairs, or do you listen to Volga and help out the noob, Cal? Thorn arrives as two females give warning to Gertrude and pull the canopic jar from her clasping hands. Gertrude screams and curses them in frustration. You reach out to grab the artifact. It's yours but the one called Ahit. Her flesh is like striking an iron bar. 
Instead, you watch as Ahit wraps herself in Fatma in her sarang, speaks a command word, and the earth swallows them both. Gertrude tells Cal and Thorne to leave, lest they suffer her wrath. In defiance, Cal picks up the lifeless doll that had once been Annabelle. You both leave the basement, as a night witch cackles. Volga, Clicker, and Hagson decide against helping the other two, and perhaps as consequence, Karma bit them in the ass. That nice, close it, that, that nice cloak that Hagson reached for turns out to be a resting creature that attacks on being disturbed. When Thorne and Cal climb the stairs, they find their companions milling about as Volga dismembers a creature on the ground. With a cry of triumph, she pulls free its bloody voice box. As you leave the manor to postulate your next move, the lifeless doll Cal claimed, it attacks. This time, after having defeated the possessed vile wooden toy, Cal cuts off her head. An eagle giggling, an evil giggling child laughs its way back to hell. Returning to the abandoned house, there is still no sign of Norbert. With the sun setting, you decide against staying another night in the hunt, and you find your way to the safety of an inn's bed. Wow, what a day. What can possibly happen now? Let's find out. So that was really long. Sorry. Good work. But I think I got it all. I think you pretty much did. Uh, it's going to be so hard to stay awake, especially <laughs> when I'm just listening to your soothing voice. <laughs> the microphone. Uh, it cuts uh, out all the, the high tones from piercing your brain. I, I hope you've just got combat the whole time to keep him awake. The combat is not going to keep me awake because, you know, <laughs> like, I'm going to have one thing to do and then I'm waiting and I'm just going to fall asleep during the wait. With dubstep music. <laughs> dubstep music. Dub. What? Dubstep. No, no, dubstep. Oh, right. Dubstep. Right. I'm a Kenku. So dubstep. Get it? Oh, terrible. That uh, that was. I slept for eighty minutes. Come on, yeah. Give me some credit here. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest. That went above my head. He blow uh. my head. Okay. Well, according to last night's fireworks, this is the New Year's Eve, and from the sun shining through the room's window, it's looking to be a pleasant day. It's eight a.m. and it's twenty degrees Celsius. Volga. You awaken to a strange taste on the tip of your tongue. Gallowbrush? What? How? As you wake up and look about the room that you share with Clicker, you notice a familiar bramble on the floor and at the foot of Clicker's bed. There are no thorns left on it. Your assumption is now certain. What are you going to do? I had the... Uh long rest right yes oh right I, everybody had a long rest let me give everybody a long rest uh, rest long rest done can I inspect the branch uh, I will try to move quietly to Nate if, if clicker is still sleeping I will try to not wake her up Cheers. Okay. All right. Give me your stealth check then. Uh, 
14. 14. And Clicker is passive. Uh, Clicker, you hear uh, the soft footfalls of your companion as she moves close, slowly up to the at the foot of your bed. Do you do anything? You see that um, Clicker's black eyes open. Good morning. I pick up the branch. You're 100% certain it is Gallowbrush. Why did you do it? What? I sort of wave the brush in front of her face. Almost too close to... I... Hold on a minute. My, my, my voice changer is not even active. Shit. <laughs> Just totally broke that. We didn't even notice. <laughs> you better censor that. Uh, and you re- you remember exactly what that is, right? Uh, Daria? Volga, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I remember. Why did you go do it? Why did I do what? Why did you, lovely woman, poison me? Poison? Are you... are you sleepwalking? Clicker uh, sits up, alarmed. Inside check. Can I inside check her? Twelve (gasps) to his twelve. You are unsure, bleary-eyed, barely awake. Could be the truth. Click her. Yes. What did you do last night? This night? Mm. I didn't sleep, I can tell you that much. You didn't sleep. No. Somebody was here. Um, A gnome in service of this Lady Alashra. She was just here, standing at the foot of the bed. And... Aha. And what, what, what did he want or she want? She introduced herself as Fatma Ra and she knew where we were in the house. And she asked all these questions that I didn't answer. She said, something is wrong. Something is odd about Cal. That the griffins that are on the lookout for someone, 
have something to do with it. And she mentioned that it did smell of spice recently. I don't know. She was very fast. Ran out the window like the wind. Didn't want to give her any information. But she did extend an invitation to Alashra's court. At about this time, there are some scents on the air. Scents that make you salivate. Scents that tickle your nostrils. Eggs, sausages, maybe bacon, kava, fresh tea. All coming from below with an odd clank of crockery. Uh, okay. I need some tea to figure out what the hell is going on. Uh, before we go, do you mind if I take a look at your hands and your eyes and maybe your mouth? Flicker squints her eyes. You were dreaming when I woke up. Very clearly. Now you ask me why I poisoned you. What happened? You can feel... Give me a, a medicine check, uh, Volga. Yeah. You kind of, as you're, as he asks, as as she asks you that question, you kind of just stand there for a bit, and there is, you do feel a, a pain, and when you look down at your palms, uh, you can see that you've got at least four pricks in 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 four of your fingertips. I'll show it to Clicker and say, see. Let me see your hands, please. She extends her hands, turns them up, palms up. Uh, I want to search her hands and maybe just uh, listen to her breathing, look into her eyes to see if I see any signs that she was also poisoned. Give me a medicine check again. Um, Dagobah. I, mm -hmm. I I think I remember something, but I'm not sure. The um, let me drag you to a separate channel. There's, can I ask my question first? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, the self-inflicted wound on her lower arm did that close, or is there still a visible wound? It did close. Okay. Yeah, I'm not good in the mornings. Um, in terms of close and completely disappear, it closed over, but the the scar remains. So it healed normally. It looks like it healed normally. Yes. Okay. And I'm just going to drag you, still drag you to the other channel, just for one second. Okay. You do remember the conversation with. Fatma 
Sorry, there was lag in the beginning? Sorry, you do remember Fatma the... was the first word. You do remember a conversation that Fatma, when you asked her about why Volga was still sleeping? Mm, kind of. I mean, my notes say Volga in a dream. Yeah. You had asked why Volga wouldn't w wake up, and Fatma kind of implied that she did something, but without really saying anything. So her asking these questions early in the morning with the wisdom that you have, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. A wisdom of 12 is enough to know. Put that, put that together. You get it? That Fatma, Fatma was, was the person to do those things to Volga? Yes. Yeah. Using of whatever course. this brush is that Volga has got in her hand, this bramble. Yeah, I, I, that quite went over my head there was there was a there so was bramble like a, is a piece of a stick literally and right and this had thorns on it it doesn't have thorns anymore the thorns are what pricked her her fingers okay 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 yeah i am fairly certain that these pricks i were fatma used to send you into into a dream. She was the one who told me you were dreaming. Yeah, that's what people do when they fell asleep. Oh, I'm so No, but I asked why you were not waking up because I was talking to her and you were lying right there and you didn't wake and she said well, she implied that she had made you dream. Yeah, she poisoned me. Are you okay? I seem... I don't know, actually. You know that just with, you know, a nice fresh cup of java coffee or tea, you'd be fine. My body will be fine. But I do not like not being in control of it. Can I search the room and see if there are any signs that somebody else was here? And the window, particularly. I will start at the window. Yep. Uh, you can give me an investigation roll and I will share with you the item called Gallo Brush. So that should... Whenever you want it inside the items list, you should be able to see it, open it, and read about it. Uh, in the meantime, Thorn, in your room. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. You smell what I was mentioning. What do you do? I get up. I sigh. I'm not liking this uh, very much. I need to find out what the uh, others know. So I, I start getting ready. Um, possibly having a look around the room to see if there's anything left by the... Uh, it's not Fatma, it was the other girl. Uh, a heat. A, a heat. A heat. Yeah. A hit. A heat. A hit. 
Yeah. See, see if there's any sort of uh, remnants of um, what she might have, uh, um, that she might have been here. You can roll your investigation check and I'll jump to Cal. What are you doing, Cal? Uh, Cal, Cal woke up early. Um, he's a little cautious to go out and try to disturb any of the others. So he's just kind of been doing his calisthenics. Yeah, doing his calisthenics. More actually, he 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 would have uh, taken time to sharpen his his blade, even though it never seems to get dull. He what takes likes to take exceptional care of it. Uh, and then he took about maybe an hour or so in the morning. I think he woke probably around woke up around six ish uh, to just kind of meditate on it and consider what just happened um a couple of weird things have happened in the last day and he's just going to compartmentalize or or kind of understand everything that's happened to him in the last 24 hours slash six months potentially yeah having woken up at six o'clock you would definitely have smelled at the very beginning of the day as the bakeries were starting to uh get ready for the rush for for things like fresh pretzels and whatnot uh Shoot, I can't remember what they're called in Turkey. Fart. My bad. And um, fresh chai and whatnot. So those scents were on the air. And then they started to get overwhelmed with the scents that coming from downstairs as uh, it smells like breakfast was being prepared. Did any of this uh, smell like what we smelled in the uh, house yesterday? Cause... No. Okay. None of that scent. And you didn't smell that scent. Didn't. No, never mind then. Okay, yeah, so he's just he's just taking some time to uh, think about everything that's happened thus far to him. You don't uh, have keen uh, scent, do you? No, no. Yeah, no. Uh, but he will, uh, once once the food smell gets overwhelming, he'll realize that he probably hasn't eaten in an uh, unbelievable amount of time. Yep. And uh, he will stumble downstairs to... Uh, to consume whatever and whatever is available, probably going to order, sit down at, at one, whatever table is completely empty and order three full breakfasts. Okay. Um, so, Volga, as you search about the room, uh, there is no noticeable sign of intrusion, but you do find uh, four, th- four thorns uh, laying near your bed and just haphazardly on the floor as they've been just tossed there but you find no other sign in the room you go through it you look at the window the window was uh, left open fresh air is coming through there might be a little bit of a disturbance of dust on the windowsill but otherwise on what what floor are we first floor Uh, just above ground floor oh oh so roughly about 10 to 12 feet in the air uh as for you doing your search uh thorn as well you go through your rather simple looking room it's it's nothing your room isn't anything as extravagant Uh, you know you've got a cleaning basin you've got a basin for the management of wastes (laughs) and uh a, a lavatory. <laughs> yeah. No water closet for you. Actually, oh, I might actually have a map. 
There you go. Oh, and if you do, oh, if you do double click your your uh, token to see what map you're on, uh, that was just because I was farting around with the whole vision stuff, and I was just like really enjoying myself with the um, dark vision and whatnot. So ignore that. You're clearly you're clearly not on the map there. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I the cantrip I retrained to was light. Now that we've updated vision, <laughs> I guess that might, yeah, that makes that makes sense. So anyway, here's my th oh, I did have I did create a map. So I'm gonna put these two guys here. Oh no no. Shift, you said that shift goes through walls. Yeah, there yep. we go. And. Uh, I, your room isn't this extravagant, but it was really tough to find. Uh, a map that that suited. There. There you guys go. So clearly your room doesn't have four beds, Thorn, but and same with you, Cal, but it's the best I could find. Um, Cal, as you walk down the stairs to the common room, um, you're expecting to hear a lot of sounds. And uh, at the bottom of the stairs, there's, it's really quite quiet. And you don't actually hear anything that, that crockery that you heard uh, some minutes back is, is all it's all quiet now. So you're at the, the bottom of the stairs. There, the, and there's kind of a wall. Do you just walk out? Do you do anything? Yeah, no, I'm just going to look around. Uh, maybe put my hand on the hilt of the sword, but also everything smells good. But you know, it, it feel I feel like there should be people here. And if they're not here, people here, then maybe there's something else here that got rid of the people. I'm just going to go out and take a look around because I would like to eat, please. Uh, you, when you step out into the common room, you see that uh, the common room is in fact empty. Uh, you don't see the innkeeper behind the counter. Uh, but what you do see is the center table, uh, the, which had six chairs around it four chairs on the side and then the two at the heads uh, five of those chairs are empty and sitting on one of the side chairs you see a silvery haired female her eyes are closed as you walk into the common room her eyes pop open and you notice that they burnish orange she's and as you walk out she furtively stashes something into her abaya and she looks at you for a, a long minute looking you up and down Kind of looking around, sniffing the air. There's, you said there's five people at the table. Is, is that what you said, or is it just her? Just her. Just her. Um, and you notice that the table that she's sitting at is completely decked out. All the rich aromas 
are coming from there. You can see some steam coming off of the hot uh, java and, and tea that's sitting there. And off uh, there's some um, silver platter um, covers on top of some of the dishes. Is there a bell that you ring to get that kind of service or something? Because I don't wear that. Hello? She I would looks like at you. to be seated. She says, I do think you should return to your room. You kind of speak like someone I know. Um, okay, I'm um, fine. Uh, why, why, why should I do such a thing? I'm expecting some people. It's best you stay in your room until my business is concluded. And is, is there's a lady of the, the 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 owner of the inn do service in the room? Do you know? It's, I just haven't eaten in a very long time. You will find yourself well accommodated in probably another fifteen minutes. Yes. Well. Okay. Fine. Um. He'll just kind of. Quietly move back out of the room and uh, make a few more extra footsteps, but like not actually move. <laughs> like just you know, this is the thing kids do to make you think that you ran. They ran downstairs and this yeah. kind of stick around the corner, uh, kind of peeking around, kind of keeping an ear out to see if what what, what the fuck this is about. Okay. And as you disappear back around the corner and you take that furtive glance, can you give me your uh, stealth check? Yeah. I can do that. Oh, I shouldn't be exhausted anymore, though. Oh, yes, that's correct. Still, at least a 19. Could have been a natural 20. You'll have to re-roll that. Is anybody else exhausted? No. I gotta get rid of that. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll take the 22. <laughs> it's like a nice medium, actually, between where I actually rolled. You notice as you disappear behind and look back, you see that whatever she had placed inside her avaya, she pulls it back out. And um, you don't see her put it on the table, but she puts it into her lap. And you watch uh, uh, as she does something with her hand. And then she hold. you see that her left hand, she holds it up above whatever it was that she put inside her lap. It kind of looked a little bit like a plate, a small plate or something. And you see a, a, a single drop of blood uh, drop down uh, into, her, into her lap. And then she closes her eyes once more. There. Do I know any kind of weird rituals that would involve that stuff? then that would be uh perhaps i'm technically proficient in arcana but not a great student yeah give me an arcana roll sure yeah yeah no weird blood magic you, you, gotcha you feel that it is there's clearly some kind of a ritual being performed but not something that you're across. 
All right, let's go back to Clicker and Volga. Okay. All right, let's let's head downstairs. Wait, what did you dream? Damn, did I dream anything? You had a dreamless and peaceful night. You are just really well rested. Because I dreamt something before a gnome came. I will sit on the bed. What did you dream about? My father. Hmm. He was worried. About me being too close to fiendish influence and that he is close Again, rephrasing that I need to go to Ari Kalini because she needs to bring the spark to Anuas. Is he still alive, your father? No. I mean, yes. I mean, I don't know. Fuck, let me double check. (laughs) 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 All right, Thorn, what are you doing? Amazing. So so your father is like Strodiger's cat, you don't know. Well, until you read the backstory, he is both dead and alive. (sighs) Well, I'm coming down the stairs. Okay. Do Do I spot cow hiding or not? Yes, you do. As you come down the stairs, uh, you hear the sound of Clicker and Volga having a conversation when you leave your room. Uh, And as you follow the scents downstairs, you see that uh, Cal is standing at the edge, at the end of the stairs, every once in a while, peeking around. I walk up cautiously to Cal. Tap him on the shoulder and ah, whisper to Gah! Gah! Okay! Um, I thought we were, you know, in an inn. I don't know why you're trying to hide from something. Shh! Shush! There's a lady in there that kicked me out. And then she's doing some kind of blood magic stuff, and I don't. I don't know what's going on. She said it'd be 15 minutes. I'm kind of curious. Um, I mean, I, I can make it so you can walk in there without them seeing Oh, you. I can be invisible. That's not a difficult thing. It's more akin to that, like, who I'm not certain about this person's abilities. I've met a lot of weird people lately, and it feels like someone like this could just see through that. I don't know. They're doing blood magic. Blood? magic. Do I know anything about that? 
When he mentions blood magic, it does strike a chord with you. I mean, uh, possibly have heard of that before, but I thought that was a myth. You recall after nine months of where you were, there was one of the people that had originally caught you that you eventually learned his name was Cedric. And he used to... I mean, it was it was clear that what he was doing was blood magic, and he used to have this uh, little pan, and he would uh, drip blood in his pan, and you think that that was something uh, from what you had learned through through nine months and chatting with Clicker and whatnot, and Volan, and the questions that were asked by Bashir and Lord Rishi that some something with what that that device that Cedric carried was relate somehow related to how they found you. Alright. Hey, uh, um... I don't know. Uh, we could... I mean, if I get close to her, I could try and see what she's thinking about. Would that be of uh, use? I mean, do you want to be... If I, I... I've noticed, I think, that you and Volga and well, I don't know what Flicker can do, but, like, you take a long time to regenerate magic, right? I mean, I have some um, effects that uh, take a while, yeah, but uh, I feel like uh, I'm getting the hang of some of the other stuff. How about this? I could make us both invisible right now if you really think that would be useful. I don't know. Blood magic feels... And then, like, after breakfast, I basically can do that again. You both recently witnessed blood magic with Clicker. I don't know if we saw any of that, though. I don't think Cal did. At least um, it could qualify. I mean, she hurt herself and created a dagger made from blood. It could at least fall in the category. Pretty sure Cal saw none of that. Yeah, you guys were all standing outside the door uh, that sucked you in when that happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you should have seen it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, okay, I I'll do that. I'll I'll cast uh, invisibility at uh, third level because that's all I can cast it at. Okay. <laughs> and they'll turn us both invisible. Okay, Volga, Clicker, what are you guys doing? Um, so backtracking, um, <laughs> to the answer is your father alive? Clicker says. As far as I know, yes. He runs a market stall and does community work with Ravenfell community. That that sounds very nice. Yes, but he does not sound like the voice I keep hearing. Yeah, you see, here is my problem. I also had a dream not so long ago about my father, except I know for sure that he's dead. We buried them, my parents. And I I do not trust these dreams. There, there is something in them that also... Oh, these dreams also gave me... Um, a reason to 
bring the spark somewhere. And it it's not the first time it happened. It happened when we were when we all went to the dream to retrieve the spark. We all had visions that told us to do something with the spark. And you had another dream after that? Yes. Well, the second... Yes. Yes, I did. What was different? Do you remember uh, the sequence? <laughs> I remember, but... When we were in the dream, I saw my brother. And he was alive. He is alive. I I mean, I hope he's alive. I don't know really. Uh, it's it's all so confusing because I I never I know some some women of my trade get these visions of future or past or something that is happening very far away. And those visions are true, but I'm not that kind of woman. I do not get prophetic visions. And I'm afraid somebody is just sending this to me or to maybe all of us. I, I feel, I feel like we, or maybe I am being manipulated. Yeah. But, also, but also maybe like maybe it's a, maybe it's a god maybe it's a celestial being that genuinely wants to help us or genuinely wants something good for the spark or for us but why would one entity give all of us a dream at the same time with completely different objectives that are contradicting each other. We cannot all bring the spark to these places or people at the same time. That is true. So how does it work if it's multiple entities? Why are they so synchronized? That is highly unlikely that it's multiple entity. Something is happening. I don't like it. Can you both give me constitution checks? Oh, are we too hungry? Do we have to go downstairs? <laughs> checks or saves? Checks. Okay, yeah. No, we're gonna keep talking. <laughs> you guys can keep talking. <laughs> the hunger pangs are, are at bay. Uh, but I'm gonna go back to the other two guys. So you are both invisible at the bottom of the stairs. So I can't see him and he can't see me. That is correct. Um, at that point, I'll just kind of shimmy out into the waiting area very quietly. Okay. Doesn't see, she doesn't seem to like look up and see me exactly. She does not look up. 
when I feel Cal's presence sort of move away a little bit, I move up to the corner and see what's going on. Okay. I head around it. As uh, Thorn moves up, uh, Cal, watching the woman at the table, you see her eyes open up and she stares at the end of the stairways. I stay very quiet. Give me your stealth check. Am I supposed to be stealthing? Because I'm trying to stealth. But... Um, if you want to stealth, then... does that automatically grant advantage? Do we get advantage if not? No. I don't think so. I mean, you know, can't see him. But okay. it's not too bad. You quietly move closer. you thorn you stay put uh am i rolling a stealth check or not yes oh, oh baby one. <laughs> really 15 for 21 and one for seven <clears throat> can i can i oh no i can't do a hero point can i That's uh, after the roll. fact no yeah um as you step one of the floorboards creak and as you move forward cal uh, you notice that her eyes haven't moved from staring at the end of the stairways. And the female, she says, Good morrow. Is that you, Thorn? Or is that you, Clicker? Might be Volan. I don't think so, though. I sort of uh, hang back a little bit. Um thinking about this and go um it's uh it's a thorn and uh who might you be the woman stands up from the stool she'd been sitting on and you can see very clearly now Cal from where you are that she um and from where you are I mean you do know what is familiar Nurian garb she's wearing an abaya which is kind of of more muted colors than what you might consider as normal she has shiny silver hair and these dark blue dagger tattoos on her cheeks the tattoos match the color of her lips and perhaps in some eyes one might say she's blessed with a figure for rearing children but from the fierceness of her eyes it's probably wise to keep such thoughts to oneself I mean, her and I are kind of vibing right now. <laughs> she says, You may call me Jesse. All right. So, thinking um, that he doesn't want to be walking up to her invisible, he um, casts light on uh, an item in his pocket and then puts puts that pocket back in his, um, or the item back in the pocket. So, that'll clear okay. the invisibility. Yep. And then I'll walk out and go, hello, um, how you doing, Jesse? Um, do I know you at all? Seems, seems like you uh, know me. I'm a, at a bit of a disadvantage. Yes, that would be right. You don't know me. I do know you, but I would be very happy if your companions would join us. Are they still asleep? I don't rightly know. Um, I took a separate room and um, I didn't want to disturb them if they were still sleeping. 
I mean, for me, I'm quite hungry. This here, these accoutrements I did bring just for you and your companions to break your fast for thee and thine. Uh, Would it be too much to ask if you would, please, go and get your bring clicker and volan and norbit? Ah, I guess not. Um, so Jesse, how did you know we would be here before I go get my uh, companions? Give me an insight check. Well, perception check would, oh, well, either way, 26. Excellent. Um, as you say, ask that, she kind of, for a moment, her, her right hand kind of reaches up, um, near her waist but then she you can see that she quickly drops it back down uh, again a very furtive movement and how quickly she drops it back down you can see she's chastising herself for having done that i have my ways i see well i mean with all we've been through um you can understand that i'm a more than a little bit uh, cautious of what's going on. Of course. Who wouldn't? I totally understand. But I do just have one little thing, and all of this is yours, and I will be on my way. So, um, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, we have a, a separate uh, companion of late. Um, is he invited to this, or is it only a clicker and vulgar? You watch as her brows furrow a bit. Volga? Who's Volga? Motherfucker. (laughs) I see. Well, I will be back momentarily. Up this way, fine. If you have additional companions, it's quite all right. But, I mean, I was looking, very much looking forward to talking with you. And with the other three? I must say, um, your uh, accent seems to be fading away. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Jerk. Um, just, I'm, I'm very curious to meet the children of the Harvest Moon. I see. Well, I'll see what I can do. Meanwhile, uh, take take it easy. She sits back down on the stool, gracefully, and, and waits. And I will leave, and I'll go see what's going, what's taking up the uh, the other two. Okay. I'm going to remain quiet and in the room, just watching, watching yeah. her specifically. So, so this Nurian female, she seems to have kit that would uh, not be misplaced within a uh, cyberpunk future. You're kidding me. (laughs) Did you see it? Are you being sarcastic? No, I see it. Alright. I think think Ivan would understand what's going on if you don't. You go back upstairs and you hear Volga and Clicker continuing their conversation in their room. Volga and Clicker. 
I'm glad I'm glad we had the time to to have this talk. It's uh, something that bothered me for quite a while. So, the dream vision involved your brother. And when did the other happen with your father? When did it happen? We we were outside of the dream. Um. Yeah, so it must have been when we were already here. The... Do, do you actually remember, or do you want me to help you with that memory? I, no, I remember the content of the dream. I don't quite remember where, when, or where it happened. It happened when you guys were in the mines after dealing with the dry darrow and when you teleported is when you had back that. to the building yes ah so it was within a dream not outside mm -hmm. okay that changes things a little bit And that, like, uh, I don't know if it's a weird question or if I can get it. Does it feel like, because in the first dream, uh, there was, I didn't just see images. There was also, like, some kind of message that came with it, right? It, does it feel like both dreams were similar in terms of, like, voice or tone or who, this, who's, who may have sent those dreams? Give me a wisdom check. Finally a good roll. 23. So yes, with the 23, uh, as you have this conversation with Clicker and you verbalize for the first time um, these thoughts and feelings, uh, you start to see some parallels that you hadn't noted before in your concerns. And you're starting to think that although <clears throat> they might have seemed um, quite different in content, there is definitely a, <clears throat> a relationship between the two, the two visions. And you think that with that relationship, you've got this feeling that um, the person or, or however you receive this vision probably was uh, a singular person but you don't get the feeling of what Clicker was talking about when he mentioned fiends. Yes, I'm sorry, Clicker, if I'm confusing you. It's uh, it all happened in the well during our journey to the dream. That was a very confusing time for me. I should get a journal and try to write everything down. What uh, what was it about Finnish influence you mentioned? It was the first thing um, my father, or whatever they are, uh, mentioned this time. He said uh, that Just a second. They were cursing that he 
was strong here and asked which devil has come. said he's close so his time was short so I'm not exactly sure if he was close to him or to me you hear a knock on your door did you guys hear that yeah yeah yes. excellent um uh it's a uh, thought are you guys awake yes Clicker jumps yes. out of bed, uh, grabs her rapier, and just prepares her clothing in whatever capacity, and uh, picks up her backpack as well. Hey, look, we, uh, I hate to say it, but um, we seem to be uh, attracting uh, strange people like uh, certain uh, compost to, uh, uh, that flies come towards, so... Uh, we got a strange visit- visitor downstairs. She's a bit spooky looking. She seems to know us, but uh, is expecting the uh, children of the the harvest moon. Um, Clicker's and beak for a moment just opens without her saying anything. Yeah, would I mean, that be one of uh, who is she? The Bashirs and Slavers gang. Yeah, what's what's her name? What's her I deal? I don't know. Her name's Jess. Well, that's what she says. No. She's weird looking. Is that the Jessica? That the guys were talking about? That is Jessica Negri. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard. Hi, I'm Darium. I'm playing as Vorkashelist, the Farvok Druid. I'm Ivan, a teller of dark and gritty TTRPG stories. No heroes, no happy ends. And I will be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mike. I will be playing the Isamar, Hexblade, Warlock, Cal, and Thra. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu. Adieu.